girl. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Buy you a drink. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, if you don't know why we all started cracking up, it's because uh, when I was trying to figure out what song to sing right now, Rick was just humming that. Yeah. Um, Me and Nikki were having a fire ass duet of yeah. that. And then I was doing in the Spanish. Filipino anti version. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Spanish. It's okay. Same, same. Sometimes different. I feel like people don't give uh, T Pain enough respect. Um, um, They did. And then he stopped making music and then they stopped giving respect. That's how people are, man. No, he put out new shit. Right? No, he, but he stopped and then he came back yeah, and then it was yeah. like, oh, but yeah. you stopped. Yeah. But that shit was still fire. These fans ain't loyal. Let's get T-Pain on here. Mm-hmm. We can have a T-Pain appreciation day. He's funny. Yeah. He's funny. Mm-hmm. He's talented as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Name a T-Pain song that didn't go. A T-Pain single that didn't go. You yeah. can't. You can't. They're all yeah. good. You yeah. can't. We love T-Pain. Yeah, and he's not afraid to uh, comment on dicks, which is cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. What? Over my head. What? <laughs> there was a T-Pain interview where he kind of got a little like, you know, uh, people were like, oh, what the fuck? Because he was talking about how big Ray J's dick is in the sex tape. Oh. And he's like, man, that man is well endowed. I just... <laughs> he's just talking about how big his dick is. He was. That's a very secure statement. He's yeah. not worried about himself. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Listen, it's, did you not watch the same thing? People were giving him shit for it. Yeah. They just insecure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. How you like that Ray J dick in that sex tape? Um, I was actually looking more at Kim. I yeah. thought she was really pretty. Insecure. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was looking at the girl and I was like, she hot. You know what? You know what I was annoyed by by the Ray J sex tape? Um, it was him fucking constantly turning the camera on his face. Yeah. Ugh. Again, like I said, I was just looking at Kim. Man, there was, How could you when it was yeah, just Ray J? There, there, there's parts where you can't ignore where literally like he's smashing and you're like, oh, dope. Getting some good Kim K cake. <laughs> and and he's okay do you think there has to be a time like a time limit on certain things like do you think ray j should still be able to bring up the sex date to try to get cloud off of it oh like the how we did recently yes uh i, I didn't think that was necessary or okay. cool yeah he did that recently yeah like not that long ago yeah bringing it up not recent yeah. recent but he he did he tweet something or something like it was something about the sex tape and then bringing it back up kind of the last thing i seen was a drink chaps interview when they tried to bring it up and he was trying to not really that's nice that's nice yeah i remember it was it was the the one episode of wilding out that he was on that i was on to um he had just i don't know what happened i don't know if he was on some like uh like he went to some retreat or some shit (laughs) but he came back so just like anytime someone tried to joke about the sex tape or any sexual he was just like Ah uh, nah, you know I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to be cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying. That's to... probably when he first got engaged when he got probably because he was like, listen, I'm not trying to fuck this up. We have yeah. one rule and one rule only. Everything was like, nah, it's all love, man. I'm just trying to keep it all love. You know, it's like, all right. Ray and then J. when they fight, he'd be out there like, and I was in that sex tape. They're welcome. <laughs> Oh, man, that sex tape. He hit it first. I mean, he, I mean, he, he, he hit it first. I remember, I remember, like, um, watching that sex tape and just, um, you know, people said, jacking it, off. yeah, well, definitely jacking off. <laughs> people said it was like it was boring, but I thought it was, uh, I thought it was enjoyable. Girls said it was boring. <laughs> I I just remember because even oh like and, and Kim K with the with the double hand cleanup of, of of his dick when she when he was skiing like that was such a good little uh yeah. little scene there uh, I don't know I'll, 
Uh, we said this before, but I need to see how you motherfuckers have sex. Out yeah, there. they swear they be having the most Man. craziest buck wild, crazy <laughs> hanging off the walls and the shit, hanging on shower curtains. What? <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely saw that one. Yes. Yeah. I saw that one too. Yeah, that one was not good. It's pointless. That was not good. Yeah, like what the fuck? That's so that was so dangerous. Yeah. yeah, and definitely, yeah, that one wasn't good. Yeah. Like, do it outside if you need some excitement. Yeah, something or like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I feel like that was made trying to do extra shit. Yeah. To for the sex tape, right, and pre- pretend like it got leaked and yeah. shit. But it's yeah. like, who the fuck hangs off and the shower? Has that angle? Like, what we gonna do so that they don't call it boring? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Shake my head. Mm-mm. I stay defending the uh, the quote unquote boring sex tapes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my shit. That's what we talked about last time. We like we like searching up regular people yeah. just yeah. having sex, just having fun. And yeah, there's just some stuff you've come across at times and be like, how did I end up here? And I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have seen stuff and I'm like, ah, mm, this isn't working for me. Uh, I've seen some weird shit. And um, sometimes it's either, uh, oh, this isn't working for me. Or, Here we go, baby. <laughs> no, this is working. This is yeah. the weird shit I've been looking for my whole life. Sometimes I just go, damn, that just looks like it hurts. Yeah, it probably does. Yeah. Yeah. Unrealistic ass. Right. Like, you know, don't try that shit with me. I think we need more curved dick representation in the porn industry because... Uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm curved. I say all the time I curve to the right. But you don't see a lot of curved dicks in porn. And for me growing up, I feel like because of that, you know, I almost felt a little insecure about it. Like I had to be like, hey, just so you know, like I would warn girls going into it just so you know, I curved to the right. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want someone who had never seen a curved dick to be like, oh, what the fuck? And mm-hmm. then, you know, run out scared or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Don't have a curved dick. Guys, guys it's normal to have a curved dick. It's don't normal. It. It's it. normal. Are curved spines normal? No. You go and you get them fixed. Your scoliosis Speaking of which, everyone's always talking about how bad my posture is on that shit. Scoliosis. Tim, Tim has diggiosis. <laughs> um, no, no shade to the scoliosis people. I'm sorry that you guys have that. But shade to the curved dicks. <laughs> yeah. Curved dick, motherfuckers. You're weak. No, hey, y'all, y'all joking, got curved I'm dicks. Let me, let me put you on game, okay? <laughs> this is one of my tricks, all right? If you got a curved dick, right? Because the girl's uh, the girl's G spot is up, right? So I curve to the right. So if you put the girl on her left side, it goes up and in, and it goes into the G spot like that. All right, it works. That sounds complicated. Bend it. No. <laughs> don't look and point and say what's wrong with it. Just don't. ladies, no. just don't do that. He they have feelings too. Please don't bend it. <laughs> Go, babe what's wrong with it this way oh my god I, I, this- hope, I hope it's not really like a sensitive thing for people because i'm being an asshole right no. now and it's fun i'm starting to understand why people are assholes uh-huh. but do people are that sensitive no not really um <laughs> even like when <laughs> you bend it. oh it's definitely don't bend it please don't bend it um, the, the side of no not really but, but, but like i said going going into sexual situations in the past i definitely was like all right, let me let me let me let her know. You know what I'm saying? It's not an STD. I promise. <laughs> yeah, at the very least, it's clean. It just curves a little bit. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> hey guys, uh, springtime is coming up, and I know sometimes it gets musty out here in these streets. You know, you're running around, or you just you have a long day, and you don't even realize that your uh, your crevices and your armpits it's just getting a little funky, right? But also, who wants to constantly keep putting all types of 
foreign substances on yourself. You know, that's why I use native. Okay. Native, native is safe deodorant that is formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. It's also vegan and never tested on animals. And I know a lot of y'all are vegan out there. Okay. And uh, it works. Making the switch to an aluminum-free deodorant does not mean you have to sacrifice the performance. Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long. Uh, me and wifey use it. Uh, we love it. It feels good. You know what I'm saying? It feels natural. They got something for everyone too, okay? Native comes in a wide variety of options for men, women, and even teens. They also offer an unscented option and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities, okay? And they have amazing scent options. I like to use that little cucumber and mint. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a mojito in the springtime, all right? And uh, if you're not convinced, check out the over 9,000 five-star reviews from Happy Customers customers who made the switch to native products, okay? And um, let me tell you guys, special, special for y'all, I got a promo, 20% off your first purchase. Visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code NOCHASER during checkout, all right? That's all you got to do. 20% off your first purchase if you visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code NOCHASER during checkout, okay? Got you. Yo, it, let me ask you something. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Now, let me tell you guys, uh, you know, I got a lot of goals and sometimes your boy gets distracted because it's a lot of shit on my mind, you know, but I, I realize that sometimes all you really need is somebody to communicate with. You need somebody to talk to. And it's as simple as that. Get your thoughts out, get your feelings out. And that's why BetterHelp is good for you because they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, okay? Sometimes a little therapy is good for everybody, all right? It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online, all right? You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room like you do with traditional therapy, all right? BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed so it's all about you being comfortable and talking to somebody that you are comfortable with so it's not awkward and guess what we got a deal for y'all yeah man if you guys just go to betterhelp.com slash tim that's better h-e-l-p and join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional there's a special offer for no chaser listeners you get 10 percent off your first month at betterhelp.com slash tim um, all right. Well, speaking of funny bones, um, <laughs> transition. Like, I never know what, what you're going to bring up. Speaking of tickling a funny bone, uh, today's guest, you know, I was just on set with him recently and uh, dude is so funny, has stories for days because mm -hmm. uh, he's been writing for some of your favorite comedians. Uh, he's a he's a super chismoso. <laughs> chismoso grande over here. Uh, <laughs> he writes for some of the greatest comedians. He has mad stories and, uh, and he's a hilarious stand up comedian himself. Uh, make some noise. Welcome to the No Chaser Podcast, Momo Rodriguez. So what's up, bro? Welcome. Well, first of all, I almost sat sideways right now. <laughs> Why's that? According to your theory. <laughs> hey, may I comment on the Kim Kardashian tape? Yes, please. Go for it. I didn't like it. Why not? Because be let me tell you why. <laughs> I'm a writer, bro. I like dialogue. <laughs> they looped her. I know. While she was having these orgasms. And I know. I know lies. <laughs> okay, look. So when she keeps on saying, oh, baby, oh, oh, daddy, I'm like, you said the same daddy 
the same voice, the okay. same, you know. How how old were you when you watched this tape? Because I wasn't old enough to watch it with, with sound. sound. No sound. I didn't oh, notice oh. that anything. I, I, okay, look, I, barely, I, I barely listen to the sound now. <laughs> and I live by myself. No, I, I know what you're talking about. Because when I watched it, I had the same thought. That yeah. like, oh, for whatever reason, they looped her audio from one specific part. And I, it, it definitely, after I nutted, I yeah. definitely was thinking like, what was the noise that was there that exactly. <laughs> she said some real weird yeah, shit. Like, uh, yeah like like racist shit <laughs> yeah there had to be a lot of editing because i mean I, i'm watching this and i'm watching you know because I, I i like to i don't know how you guys do this but i like to like reserve the next spot for the next moment i never okay. just in the same spot okay okay you know, I'm a progressive person. I don't like to move back. Okay. And, you know, and I just stop the video. I don't finish. Once I stop, I'm there. That's it. In fact, it's horrible because one time I found a porn that my dad had. Yeah. And I, it just started and I realized this is, a, this is where my dad busted. <laughs> I just realized that. Like, damn. That's true. I never, I never, I mean, Fucking 20 years ago. It's crazy. <laughs> so uh, at first when you were saying you never like to bust in the same spot, I was like, like on your couch or <laughs> in, in in the timeline in the video. Right, 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 right. Um, well yeah, man, you got uh you got mad stories, you know. Um mm-hmm. how long how long you been doing comedy for? I've been doing comedy for fifteen years, man. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. I mean, I did comedy like how you're supposed to. The open mics, yeah. you know, getting booed, yeah, getting, you know, beat up, all that crap. All like the old school. <laughs> getting that, beat up? That should happen when you do comedy. Why'd you folks? get beat up? Oh, man, because some Stop people don't know shit. it's comedy night. Uh-huh. <laughs> some dude is like, oh, I got a room tonight. We're going to do this bar. And you show up, and nobody in the bar knows it's comedy night. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you God. start talking shit about And you just start, that's where you learn to be a comic, like, though. Play something. Yeah, yeah. No one, I mean, no one goes. You're there with seven people. They're there. Maybe people are having affairs, just, you know, like trying to get their shit going. And you're like, you guys hate when you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> nobody wants to hear that shit. So you learn to make people laugh in situations where they're not there to laugh. And that's where, you, you know, you get your chops. But now everybody, you know, everyone's a fucking comedian now. Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm. Everybody can bring ten people to the comedy store and fucking, you know, they're they're a star. It's it's tough now. Comedy comedy's uh, changing too, man. Yeah, no, I know. I feel that. I feel that. I mean, and I always had the same thought where, um, you know, because I love stand up comedy so much. Yeah. Like I grew up watching a whole lot of it. I I, I really respect the art. You feel mm. me? And so in the beginning when um like my agents or whatever will be like yo we could get you in a comedy club we'll fill the room like you get some money blah blah yeah. blah um and i was like i was like i don't know if i want to be one of those dudes that can just fill a comedy club just because and like and i'm not i'm saying some bullshit yeah. you know what i'm saying like if i was gonna yeah. do it i really wanted to take it seriously yeah. you know and like, people do and they don't and, and they don't come back for the next show mm-hmm. yeah. they always hit 35 bucks for me and greet and someone doesn't know how to talk <laughs> you know and and it's and it's progressing now i mean for me man it was it was crazy at first man we used to do the comedy store we used to do the laugh factory and it meant something yeah now it's like well, how many followers do you have? Yeah, right, exactly. right. You I mean, know? that's kind of how it is in like everything yeah, now. Yeah. But it's easier to have a follower, you know, um, that likes your shit, but a follower that will go pay a two drink minimum, pay, yeah. pay parking, right. you know, get a babysitter. Yeah. That's a real follower because they're actually following your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and they invest in you. And, you know, the comedy, and when you do that and you have fans that come do all that for you, you got to make sure you're good. Yeah. And, and, and you actually see it as a craft and not talking shit because. It's a it's an algebraic equation. I know it doesn't sound funny that I'm saying this, but it's true. 
it's an algebraic equation and you have to know that it's an, it's an art form and it's not just some dudes talking shit about his dick for, for fucking 15 minutes, mm-hmm. which I do all the time. So. <laughs> Talk about it for 16, 16 minutes. Yeah, exactly. That's like no, but, but how do you teach that? Because that's something I've always known. Mm-hmm. Like, I can be funny online. Yeah. I can make skits. I'm not a stand-up. Right. And even some people tell me, like, you got good timing. I'm like, yeah, but I can't write a set. Like, it, it, what's I theater? It, I see it as a monologue, a well, well-written out monologue mm-hmm. with with var- with variables. Mm-hmm. You know, this might happen. The crowd might suck. This might someone might throw some shit at you. People are not going to listen to you. The waitress might be too nosy, try, a noisy, trying to get somebody's order. Yeah, and that's why that, those are the reasons why I'm like, that's not for me because when those things happen, I'm not going to be able to recover. And then, you know and, and then they talk shit. Like, I remember the first time I went up. And I used to do the, the, the rooms in Long Beach and Compton, man, yeah. when the promoters put us up. And you go up there, and, and they wouldn't know who you are. They lie about you. The promoters, this next guy coming up, real funny dude, uh, Paul Rodriguez's brother. Give it up for <laughs> Momo Rodriguez. And you go up there, get the fuck down, you fat motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, that's my time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, but you go back the following week, and you, and you hit them up. You know, back then, when you got bullied, you just, you know, now you just unblock them. Or, yeah. or, you yeah. know, or just, you know, don't see their comments. When they're live and they're talking shit to you, dude, you go home crying. I've come, <laughs> I've gotten home crying on the bus. Oh, shit. What would you say is like your worst uh, heckler uh, moment? Some dude told me to go die and kill myself. Oh, oh my god! From the state, from, from the audience. From the, hey, go die and kill yourself, you fat fuck. You lose weight, you still be ugly. What the fuck? I'm like, thanks for coming, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I they, thought it was a comedy show. But, Motherfucker can't take a joke. And but that's that's how they react. <laughs> yeah. You're like, listen, I'm a comedian, an asshole. Yeah. There's two different times of hecklers the worst thing man i had a dude put a like a gun on me what and because i said a joke you know where the fuck where are the where are the cholos at and some dude right here puto what about it oh my god i'm like hi <laughs> <laughs> i just want to say i love you so, yeah yeah I was, just i was gonna try to pull you to the you front. know make sure your seat is good <laughs> exactly no they're, they're crazy man but the, the craziest thing i've ever seen was a dude just went up and took a swing at me like what just, why since I, I remind of somebody he hated. <laughs> what the fuck? But these are bars. You don't perform at bars, but you yeah. learn you learn your chops. And I mean, I learned my shit. Now I'm you know, touring with these dudes that are like legends. And, right, right. And I complain. I hear their shit. It was worse for them back then. Right, right, right. You know, and the new guys, they come out there, you know, you can't talk to him like that. <laughs> <laughs> like there's people are like, they, it's like, we're, it's okay to have bullies sometimes, man. Um, I hate to say this, and I know people get mad at me for saying this shit, but you need bullies. I, I mean, look, I, I you know I feel like we kind of we we all grew up yeah. in uh in a in an age where you would get bullied, and then that would kind of help you. Yeah, yeah. You learn shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get stronger. You uh, learn to adapt. I would have never um got good with the with the Asian joke clapbacks if people weren't making yeah. Asian jokes. Yeah. You feel me? Um, you know, and it's you know. But also, to be fair, uh, Mikey Johnson used to pull my hair all the time in second grade, and I cried all the time <laughs> until my dad was like, hey, you pulling my son's hair? I didn't like that bully. Yeah. I didn't learn nothing from that. Yeah. You learned to have But you've always hair. had short hair? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I've never seen you with long hair, bro. <laughs> it used to be. It, got, it was like when, down here. When, when he felt tough, he grew it. He's like, where Mikey at? <laughs> you see him cutting a scissors slow. Take this, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> and he's bald now, bro. <laughs> yeah, karma's a bitch. Okay, no, but it's true. I mean, I like this whole fat, fat, you know, body positive shit. <laughs> Let me tell you, bro. There's nothing positive. Well, tests come back negative, dog. Like I hate to say this, man, because look, 
I, I just I just recently diagnosed with diabetes and hypertension. Mm. And and you know it sucks because diabetes is the funniest shit to make fun of, bro. <laughs> Because we all do it. Like, someone gives you a piece of cake. Oh, you're going to give me diabetes with yeah, this. Yeah. And now when they do it to me, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Part of the problem. <laughs> I know, yeah. You're like, I got it already. <laughs> I got it already. <laughs> but, like, even right now, bro, I, I told, like, when we were on set, I was, I'm, I'm on this diet where I'm only yeah. 500 calories. And I lost 25 pounds since last Thursday. That, what the fuck? But see, that's what sucks about Damn. being fat, bro. No one knows when you lose weight <laughs> until it's, <laughs> until it's like so you're like i lost 25 pounds oh <laughs> like did you what's well, that's sure you did because yeah. i think it's in your shirt pocket <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like what you find it again <laughs> exactly no one no one fucking believes you but i want to be positive about it but you can't I can't be fucking body positive and take body positive photos when fucking everything, all the tests are coming back bad yeah you know it's it's like it's again i wasn't bullied people made me feel good about my weight until i went to the doctor <laughs> so you're Find the way you look. You look sexy like that being big. <laughs> Bitch, but I can't breathe. <laughs> you know, it's it's all that stuff, man. And 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 you know, and one comedy, that's what comedy is for me. Right. Comedy is my tragedies. Yeah, laugh it, at the pain. It's yeah, it's sure. tragedy plus time. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes you, those bullies didn't go away and, and they'll they'll stay till you grow up, bro. Right. Now we call them networks. <laughs> <laughs> but at least at least now you can make money off the pain. That is true, man. You know what I'm saying? That is true, man. Tell me that. Tell us that story you told me about when um when Carlos Mencia threw you out there and told you you couldn't do any uh. Oh, bro. Well, see, this is how you learn your chops. Yeah. One time I was we're doing this uh this this room like ten thousand people, and I thought I'm gonna kill tonight. There's all these promoters here. There's all these you know investors. This and he and I'm about to go kill it. Like I've been doing my shit for four years straight on this tour. We've been around the whole world together. And right when I go out there, in my moment, he goes, I want you to do all new shit. I'm like, but, but, but there, there are thousands of people. He's like, yeah, they're here to see me, motherfucker, not you. Mm. And he's like, and if you do one joke I've heard, you're going home tomorrow. Oh, shit. Mm. So I went up there and I bombed for like fucking 10 minutes and shit. <laughs> but it was the best day of my life because I wrote on stage. Mm. And that is the comedian, man. That's when you learn your shit. It happened a few months later. My biggest situation was it was it was Paul Rodriguez, a bunch of the top Latino comics. I won't even say their names. Mm. We were doing Sleep Train Arena in Sacramento, and this is Cinco de Mayo. Twelve thousand cholos in the audience, oh, man. God. It was a car show. Sheila E was performing, and then after that, that cholo band. Uh, well, they're not a cholo band, but all the cholos know the music. <laughs> called Malo, they sing a song called Tuavecito. Fucking all the cholos put their arms up. Yeah, this is like the cholo anthem. <laughs> okay. It's like second to lowrider. It's <laughs> it's playing loud, and then suddenly they go, we're going to go ahead and stop the music and start the comedy show. I hate that. Bro, nobody wanted to go up. The, the, the kings of comedy, none of them wanted to go up. So I was there because I drove one of the dudes. <laughs> so I'm at craft service fucking in sweats. <laughs> you know, fucking eating... Eating nuts and shit. Eating, and eating like, pretzels filled with peanut butter. And exactly, stuff. right? And they're like, hey, uh, no one wants to go up. Well, his mentee goes, we'll, we'll, we'll put Momo up. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? They're going to fucking kill me. He's like, yeah, but they don't know you. Yeah. So at least you'll, like, you'll be the sacrificial lamb. Right, right, right. So I go up there, and man, bro, I was, I, I'm like, I can't do it. I'm not going. And he's like, I'll give you a thousand bucks. Okay, well, fuck, but let's do it. <laughs> So I go up there, and it's like the longest stage in the world now. <laughs> and I grab the mic, and it's classic, you know, like, feedback, where you go, yeah, when you grab the mic, and then, and then all of a sudden you just hear, like, silence, and a cholo go, what the fuck? 
And I did not know what I was going to say. Mm. And and I went back and they blamed it like it was a microphone issue. But really, I was like in the corner of the stage. Like, what do I do? And Mentia goes, give me this fucking Braveheart speech, bro. <laughs> Show them why you're with me. Show them why you're touring with the king. Show them. Motherfucker, I drove you here. I was <laughs> I'm wearing fucking sweats from Costco. <laughs> and he goes, just show them what you got. So I go up there. I grab the mic. And man, it was hard. People were yelling, booing. 12,000 cholos just booing, man. It was like, oh, yeah, bro. Smelled like fucking three flowers and fucking aquanet. Fucking a notion of baldness, bro. Off plaid everywhere. And like, I didn't know what to do. So it got very crazy. And then all of a sudden, it just hit me. I grabbed the mic and I went, como la flor. I pulled the Selena, bro. Selena's. Everybody cheered. Of course. Everybody was on it. It was Cinco de Mayo. I sang a Mexican song and then <laughs> went into my material. And at that moment, I learned, okay, cool. It is never going to be the audience's fault. Mm -hmm. It's going to be your fault. Your job is to be an entertainer. Mm -hmm. No matter what. I hate those comments. Oh, they didn't get my shit. Nah, motherfucker, you suck. Mm. Your job is to entertain, not mm. to be a dude they listen to. I mean, these people are real people. They have nine to fives. They have the kids at home right now. They're going to go home and... You know, the babysitter's already hitting them up. They spend money on these drinks. Your job is to fucking give them a show that's going to make them feel amazing mm. and forget about their worries. Kind of like what you guys do. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a reason why they're spending time listening to you right now. Yeah. Because they got, you know, they want to forget about the fucking bills, the child support. Yeah. I don't know why I went there. You know, <laughs> that's what our audience is going through. That's, that's your demographic right now. Child support bills. Or, or they just mute it and look at Nikki. Yeah, there you go. Hi. Do you need a break? A break from your inbox, that never-ending laundry cycle, or the exhausting amount of social media? It's time to prioritize a little me time to help you recharge. And Dipsy can help you focus on something more pleasurable than whatever is left on your to-do list. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions that are designed to turn you on and help you get in touch with yourself. The stories are relatable and immersive, so you feel like you're right there. And there's something for everyone, whoever and whatever you're into. This year, try a new way of getting turned on with Dipsy. And guess what? We have a special deal just for you. And for the listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash no chaser. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash no chaser. Dipsystories.com slash no chaser. There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you alone, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. 
With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. Dang. But no, that was probably one of my, my moments as I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do, man. This is great. And you know, we did the tour. A lot of shit happened on the tour. Some of it I can't talk about because there's still cases on it. <laughs> but you learn to be, you learn to be like, you know, you're an entertainer, man. And, yeah. and, and for me, I mean, being Latino mm-hmm. is probably where I feel I had to do something for my people, man. Now, did I tell you how I started? No. Dude, I, I, it was some illegal shit. <laughs> I snuck into this fucking business and my dad snuck into this country, bro. Mm. Um, it's pretty much my dad was deported 27 times, dude. Are you, ser- wait, are you serious? Yeah, bro. Damn. 27 times? 27 times, bro. I'm off of the 50 cent of fucking immigrants. <laughs> and where's he now? He's here. He did it. Yeah, fuck it. What? Hey. Shh, no, not. Hey, hold on. <laughs> we don't talk about it. We don't, we don't talk about my apao right now. Bro. I mean, think about it, bro. He got 20, and he got deported because when they would go to immigration, immigration would go to his job to do the raids, mm-hmm. he wouldn't move. He would finish working. Mm. Because sometimes they would call fake raids on it. Oh. So when they would call a fake raid, nobody would show up. My dad would go. Because oh, he always figured if he got deported, he could still come back to the same job because the boss knows he does a good job. Right. And my dad would get deported all this time. I had to go pick him up one time, bro, from a, a coyote. A, you said a coyote? A coyote house. What's that? So what they oh. do is you pay, you pay. <laughs> I saw fucking, <laughs> fucking little yeah. bunch of dogs yeah. hanging around. Yeah, fucking, too. Yeah. No, that's what I saw in your head. Oh. I know what it is. Bunch of dogs. Oh. So it's, it's a, when, when you smuggle your, you know, your family back, that, as we do, mm-hmm. you know, you pay a few grand, you, they smuggle them back and they take them to a house and then you go pick them up at that house. Oh. But usually they'll ask for more money when they're there. Okay. So I remember being 12 years old, going to Coyote House, and I'm knocking on the door because I'm the only one that speaks English in the family. Oh, shit. I'm like, I'm here for my dad. And then, what was his name? His name was Osvaldo Rodriguez. And they're like, Osvaldo's? And like eight guys put their hands <laughs> I'm like, that's him right there. And then he gets a rifle and he looks at me. He goes, tell your mom's going to be 800 more. Damn. And I'm like, well, we're going to have to think about it. Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, get back Dad. to you on that. <laughs> so like, Mom we're... told me if they raise the price, exactly. you can't come home. <laughs> so my, I saw my dad's eyes like water up and I'm like, uh, bro, I'm 12. Remember that one time <laughs> yeah. I wanted that toy? <laughs> and you said we didn't have any money. Remember when I wanted that well, Sega Genesis? Well, right. Like this is why. This is why. So I learned from him. Mate, that motherfucker now he's a citizen, and his son gets paid to talk to white people, bro. It's, it's beautiful, fucking beautiful. Man. But when I first got into comedy, I I snuck in and I broke into Warner Brothers Studios, and I went in as a seat filler for a show called According to Jim. Okay. Now I went in and I stayed in the bathroom stall for four hours. And that's when they, when they bring seat fillers in, they, they take them to the restroom and then take them to the soundstage. I stayed there and I snuck up on stage, I mean, onto the lot and I went to the George Lopez soundstage. Oh, what? Where they were taping the George Lopez show. Well, I fucking got arrested. Well, not arrested. I got zip tied. Because they didn't fucking, I was fatter, but he was, like, he was bigger. <laughs> the zip ties, they put you in the back. They had me like, you know, my hands on my back and... I was just there and George Lopez comes by. What's going on? I'm like, oh man, I tried to sneak in. I wanted to meet you. Mm. You're my hero. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, let me see what you have in front of my studio audience. Really? Are you serious? Yeah, That's bro. That's not real. That's what really happened. 
And then I and it was I remember that day it was Sandra Bullock was there, it was the mayor of LA was there, um, and it was uh, and Adam West was there, bro. Oh, because she's actually the one that discovered George Lopez. Oh, really? She was the executive producer of the George Lopez show. Really? She saw him at the Ice House and she said, I wanna I wanna be your exact I wanna you need a TV show. And she what? produced this TV show. That's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah. So she was at it was their 180 episode and it was I think they were about to go into syndication. So they were celebrating. She was there. She had a bunch of little roles here and there. Mm-hmm. You always saw her come out as like a like a little gangster or whatever. And I was there and he tells me, Hey man, you're funny, why don't you go to the ice house? Tell my sent you. And five years later, I remember I was doing the ice house nonstop. I was headlining it. And it was because he told me to go and I got a Batmobile that's actually signed by Adam West and by what? George Lopez <laughs> that day. And after that, after like a few years, yeah, I mean, if you're going to see them both there, why not have them both signed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's random. It's random. Yeah. Hey, here's a Batmobile signed by, Bat- by Batman and fucking George Lopez. Yeah, and then you have, a, you have a little bus signed by Sandra Bullock. And- <laughs> right. right. Well, they were my, my two heroes, man. Growing up was George Lopez and fucking Batman. <laughs> and he, he was on the episode. He played a judge on that episode. Oh, For shit. For one night. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's so, wow. So I was just walking around the set. Just Excuse me. Huh. Mr. West. <laughs> uh, but after that, man, five years later, um, I, I, you know, we never talked after that. It was kind of like I was just that kitty help once. Mm. And, you know, he wasn't really like, I would always text, you know, try to reach out, never got any replies. And then one day I found out he was doing a golf tournament and he, he's known for his golf tournaments. Okay. They're like the top ones. If you get to go to these, these like star studded events and he was having one at a place called Lakeside by Warner Brothers Studios. Mm. So I knew who was going. I did some recon, bro. You snuck I'm in like, again. I'm like, I'm going to sneak into this motherfucker. <laughs> How are you sneaking into these places? So and how big are you at this point? Yeah. <laughs> bigger. So same situation. I'm like, how am I going to get in this motherfucker? So my good friend, a comedian, people don't know he's a stand-up. His name is Emilio Rivera. Emilio plays El Padrino in all of the, the Mayans MC. He's the head of the Mayans on FX. Okay. He's like the biggest tough-looking dude. And friend of mine, friend of George. So I knew he was going to this fucking thing. Mm. So I said, I'm going to stay here, dress in golf clothes, and just park my car under a tree and wait till I see his car, then get behind him in the security gate. Okay. So he gets there. I get behind him. And behind me is the dude from the Big Bang Theory, the Indian guy. Uh-huh. I don't Raj. know. What, I call him Rod. I don't know his real name. Yeah. Nope. So he's right in, So Milo's in front of me, and I see Milo talking to security gate, and I go, Emilio! <laughs> You know, like, so the security could see that I know him. Yeah. And Emilio acknowledged me. What's up? What are you doing, Mom? What's up? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. Security knows. I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm meant to be in there. Right. And just for the fuck I said, hey, Raj. Like, and that motherfucker confused, put his hand up like, it's not my name. He go, Emilio goes in, and then it's my turn. So I had, I knew everybody, the board members to the foundation. I knew all the information. I'm like, listen, I'm here. Yeah, he's here. I'm here. Like, here, play golf, too, to see how I do. Mm-mm. And I'm like, okay, what's your name, Momo? Oh, you're not. Let me see, Momo. And he's just like, are you sure? Check the other list. And I'm fucking making up lists, bro. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I don't see you, man. Well, if you want, I could call the, the people in charge. And I knew all the names. And like, you know what? Why don't you go figure it out inside? They'll probably have your, your stuff there. Cool. Get in there, bro. I was like, fuck yes. Mm. I get in there. Now it's a second gate. Okay. That's to be in the clubhouse. Yeah. So I jumped it. I No. I, <laughs> I thought about it, but they had fucking high walls. <laughs> I, I was just like a golfer and I saw that they were like, I, I like kind of got myself all sweaty. Yeah. Which was really easy to do. Right. <laughs> you know, I just went around the car twice. And then I walked towards the lane I go, and I pretended I had to go to the restroom really bad. Like I had to pee really bad. Like I got to go to the bathroom. I'm so bad. I just came back from the range and, and I, where's the clubhouse? Like, I get lost. I've never been here. Yeah. Oh, sweetie, just go straight through here and the clubhouse is right there. Uh, Bam, my man, bro. Yes. I see Emilio in there. He goes, 
what the fuck are you doing here, bro? <laughs> I said, you weren't invited, motherfucker. I was like, I wasn't, but listen, he, it's cool. George knows I'm here. No, he doesn't. Don't tell him I brought you. So now he's trying to get away from me. He's like, he won't know that. And he's like, George knows I'm here. It's cool. George is right behind me. Oh. Motherfucker looks at me. He goes, again, dog? <laughs> and he looks at me. I'm like, fuck, I'm out of here. He goes, listen, man. Have a good time. Stay out of the way. Yeah. And that became the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> So that's how you break into Hollywood, motherfuckers. Break into <laughs> wow. shit, literally. You have to have the... Listen, if you want this shit, mm? it's not going to happen. You, we've, we've all been in the industry. We know what it's like. We know right. the shit that happens. You got to do something to become undeniably irresistible, not to book yeah. or not to put on, on shows. I mean, this is what you want to do, then fucking prove it. Like, if my dad snuck into this country mm-hmm. illegally... And it was hard for him to accept what I do as a comedian. Yeah. Imagine, dude, your dad fucking risked his life to sneak in here and now his son wants to be a clown. <laughs> we came here for a better life and you want to be a fucking clown? That was his actual shit. I went to college. I went to all that shit. He's like, you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, I want to be a, I want to be a writer. Mm. Yeah, but you're, you're making, the, you're not even funny. Like, he told me the worst. Yeah. And then he wouldn't see my shows. Oh, no? It wasn't until one time I was performing at the MG, no, at the, at the Mirage. In Las Vegas and thousands of people, and he shows up, and uh, you know he looks at me, and he's like, "My mom says he was crying. Aww. He was crying, right? and I'm like, fucker, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch, about right? Yeah. And I say, and and my mom, and he tells me like, I'm not happy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I still don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it. I think you know you're smarter than this. And I go, you know what, Dad? How many times you cross this border? And he's like, you know the story. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me cross my border now. Mm. Mm. Bars. Now what? Do there you, you any, go. Do you have any kids? No, thank God. I was going to say, it's going to be real hard being your kid. Imagine. <laughs> Do you know what I did? <laughs> I know, Do you know real. what your grandpa did? No, right? So you want to play basketball, huh? I don't want to so know How many team practices you crashed today? Right? <laughs> None. So you want to be a, So you want to be a TikTok star, eh? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's what you want, man. That's why, you know, these stories that you tell as a stand-up, they got to come from truth. Yeah. And... In order to be a great storyteller, you got to make sure you have the balls to do shit that's going to be above and beyond. And and what are the best things that people say? Oh, you can't write this shit. Mm-hmm. Well, you shouldn't write it. You should experience it. And everybody out there that wants this dream of being a celebrity, a movie star, fuck it. What? Why you? Mm-hmm. You know what did you do to deserve it? Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've all done things in this room that we're not happy about. Maybe me more than anybody. Yeah, you know. You know, there's no. Yeah, yeah. I'll drink to that. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> like there's, there's shit we've done. That's why Rick don't got alcohol. He's like, I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm fine. You know, this is the most, <laughs> including my weight. Right. This is the craziest fucking tequila, by the way. Yeah. This shit, mm-hmm. you don't mess with this shit, oh, man. It's tasty. It is amazing. You, you have to ring the bell when you take a shot, I right? Know. Let mm-hmm. me know when you're off your diet and we'll. Bro, we'll I broke. Well, okay, one time I was at this party. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name, but it rhymes with S'mores Mopez. <laughs> <laughs> he was having a party and he lives next to this dude uh, that he, he plays for a band called No Doubt. Okay. And it brings off this bottle, I, I, bro. I, I love No Doubt, by the way. Oh, uh, well, is, is my good. I'm going to say my. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name drop like a motherfucker right now. Fucking bro. do it, dog. So my good friend Tony Kana from No Doubt. Is that the lead guitar player? No, he's a bass player. The bass player, her brother. No, her brother's a drums. No, the dude that used to date her. Okay, yes, the one that uh, he was. He was like he's kind of darker. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, he's like a Mexican, but but like not. Okay, um, sweet guy. I love that guy. He he. We start playing this like you got to take a ring and then you know. So he brings these and I didn't realize how expensive these bottles were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you notice how narrow the neck is, uh-huh. bro. My first hand it broke in half. You lying. And all the little glass went. that's went in mm-hmm. ruined the fucking. Why bottle. you do it so hard, bro? Because I don't do shit soft. <laughs> <laughs> 
I go harder than motherfucker. That's, that's, why, that's why I like vocals from the Kim Kardashian tape, bro. <laughs> Say, look, man, I break into shit and I break bottles. I break fucking bottles. But one of the greatest, the greatest, I think, for me, accomplishments was now that I'm, I'm I mean, I, these are my icons that I look up to and to be working alongside the Kings of Comedy. Man, I was on the, I was on this tour, the comedy get down tour was Cedric Entertainer. It was D.L. Hughley, Eddie Griffin, and George Lopez. Mm. And I got to spend time with them on the road. I got to see them work. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're like, okay, cool. It's, it's not, that's when you become a rookie again, when you see these motherfuckers work, because these guys are, they're millionaires, man, mm -hmm. but they work like there's no rent tomorrow. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that shit impressed the fuck out of me. Like, how can I, how how can I go to that? And it's because we're a lot spoiled now. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, they had to work harder for what they these genres weren't invented. They weren't there. Now we have places to go to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in a way, it might be easier, but it's also harder because now it's saturated. Mm hmm. Very. Mm hmm. You know, I mean, shit. Was the only Thai dude they could hire? Huh? There's not a lot of Thai guys walking around, bro. <laughs> there's, not, there's not too many. Thank God. But actually, but you know, but that's the thing too. They're not looking for a lot of Thai guys. So, <laughs> man, I mean, even Latinos, man. Ever since we started protest, we don't want to be gardeners. Okay, we won't even put you on the story no more. <laughs> hey, oh, we get clean. Gardening clean or Hector? Yeah, I know. no, yeah. there's always one guy playing Hector. So, <laughs> yeah, he's a good cool. He's a good dude. Noel G, man, shout yeah, out to yeah. Noel G. Yeah, shout out to Noel. I, I did a little a movie with him of oh, you know, it never came out. Dude, me and Noel. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Hector, <laughs> not Hector. If it wasn't Hector, that's why it didn't come out. Oh, yeah. maybe you're right. We jinxed it. But see, that's the thing, Latinos, man. We like there's a new show that just came out called uh, Hentified, and it talks about the gentrification in East LA. Mm -hmm. You know, great story. Everybody should watch it, man. Support, support. You know these these Latinos that they're actually giving us roles where we're not killing each other. Because I hate the fuck. It's about a cholo uh, guy that his brother is uh, also a cop. So now the cop has to decide, do I rattle my brother? Fucking the same story, bro. Right, right. We're not all cholo. I'm not a cholo. <laughs> I can be. Yeah. But I was never a gangster, bro. I was a right. fucking poet. I was writing plays, inviting cholos to come over to the house. <laughs> it's a true story, dude. To come be in your plays? Yeah. I would, down? They would come to the, because I was, my mom would tell, okay, I got kicked out of the gang. Okay. <laughs> this fool keeps telling jokes. I'm sorry. When, it's when you're, because, no, they just well, Joker. You know, <laughs> early '90s, man. Early '90s was during the before the 13. If you, those of you who don't know what that means, before the gangs have a, nowadays they have a 13. Mm -hmm. MS 13. You know, this 13. The 13 stands for the 13 members of the Mexican Mafia. Okay. And that's the treaty. So before that, there was no 13, early 90s. Everybody was at war with each other. It wasn't until the mafia said, stop fighting, killing you, you, each other. So you put the 13 as, a, as an alliance. Is that where the 13 comes from? That's where it comes from. Oh, shit. Before that, it was just a war. And I grew up in that early war of the 90s. I mean, I'm, I've been shot. I've been shot. I mean, we've all been, I've lived in terror like, as a kid. Mm. Um, so when we were, I was 12, my friends and I, we were asked to join the peewees of the gang. The peewees are like the little kids that do all the little, little odd jobs. We're also known to, we have to bring money into the gang. Okay. So we had a meeting, and they, they would say, if you don't go to the meeting, then your house is not protected. It's like the Boy Scouts of the Basically, gang. of the gang. Yeah. You, 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 you're training. Yeah. So you would have to go, or else your house wasn't, wasn't secure from the gang. Oh, so you would, I went to the first meeting. I remember all there. My friends were all there. And I saw it as normal. I mean, you're a kid in the barrio. This is normal to us. Yeah. This is not weird. So you show up, and they're like, okay, so you guys need to figure out a way to make money for us. And that's, that's your job, and your house will be taken care of. So I'm like... 
You know, I'm didn't not, even give you the position. You yeah, figure it, figure out. it, figure it out. out. Exactly. Yeah. So I came up with the brainstorm. <laughs> I was like, how about we do a bake sale? <laughs> All of our moms cook. Adorable. You know, we can make money. We can sell it at school. The school, has, the food sucks at school. Everybody likes Mexican food. And the gangsters, like when I came towards my proposal, bro. <laughs> Smoke day, guys. Yeah. Dude, I was so like professional. He looks at me, he goes, you know, Momo, just go home. <laughs> and I was mad, man. I was so furious. I'm like, I'm not going to go home. I want to be part of this my neighborhood, too. Like, I have pride. <laughs> they fucking threw your folder on the What is it? Bro. You a presentation? <laughs> so, I remember I, right? so I remember I went home, and then the, I went home, and I told my mom, like, well, she's like, what's wrong? Man, I joined the gang today, and they were being... <laughs> and my mom like what I joined the gang trying to help the house out what are you doing and she goes what do you mean you joined the house and she goes you're not going to be in the fucking gang so I went the next day to the meeting like hey man my mom says he can't be in the gang <laughs> and they were like what do you mean like I can't man he's like Momo you know what dude you're good bro don't even worry about it but I think you I bet you that a fucking bake sale would have done oh, they, oh no they took your proposal no, they definitely it used it it's happening now it's yeah. called Homeboy Industries ah. and they're at the airports they sell bread oh no I've seen that store see bro yeah yeah I was ahead of my fucking time though hell yeah but see that's how I grew up we grew up in that survival mode yeah and and when we went out into the world when our in our teens that's when we realized oh shit not everybody's like this mm -hmm. yeah. you guys don't have a corn man mm -hmm. oh man like you know there's i feel bad for y'all if you uh -huh. ain't got the corn man. you know because right. you where you grew up you grew up in uh in uh long beach paramount Long Beach paramount i grew yeah. up in norwalk ah uh, yeah you know so we you know we're almost the same kind of hood you know mm -hmm. you guys are off it was from michoacan where you're from mm -hmm. but where i where i where i grew up it was it was like that's where all the the cholos we were in east l.a Mm -hmm. We were Southeast LA, uh -huh. which was less traffic. <laughs> so drive-bys were easier. <laughs> and they were faster, man. Like we all, I mean, we all saw people that we knew out of like eight of us. I think only four of us are alive, of, my, of, of our core friends. Mm. And those are the stories that I want to tell. But, you know, it just, it's hard to tell those stories when, you know, we don't have the right tools and Hollywood makes us like it's too gangster. No, it's, mm. we're just trying to be normal it's kids. It's just regular ass shit, right? Yeah, right, we're, right. We're, we were the Sandlot kids, man. We were fucking kids having a good time except our fucking fireworks for gunshots. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, and we were shot at and, and it's beautiful to now, you know, years later live and we see our kids fucking with, on screens mm. watching phones all day and we couldn't even look out the window. Mm. Fucking. I think what we're trying to say is that we need a better healthcare system. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's up? Well, you uh, have you are you going on tour or anything right I, now? You know, right now what I'm doing is I'm gonna shoot my special in November. Okay. So I'm gearing up for my special. I just produced George Lopez's special, which oh. is fucking amazing. As a as a kid growing up, looking up to this dude that snuck into his fucking twice, twice, twice. is now his producer on his Netflix special. That's amazing, bro. And it comes out. I think his Netflix special comes out in in the summertime. And for me, that's just a big fucking deal man and oh. and then uh, i'm gonna be doing a lot of shows coming by in march go to my instagram at momo rodriguez momo rodriguez and i have shows i'm gonna be doing so many free shows oh damn in the next few months because my i want to we need footage mm. yeah so i want every room to be packed we'll do some that we charge but the free ones are gonna be a lot of my friends from that show hent the fighter gonna come out george lopez will stop by mm. sometimes he hosts my shows wow. you know dl he, all the my all my heroes always come to my shows and i, I think tim will come down too we'll put I'll, him on stage I'll, i mean i don't know if i'm coming on stage just do I, like I, I, I can get you 
a five minute set in a month, bro. Ah, let me. Uh, all right, let me. Let me. Let me. Think all about of you it. guys, three of you, why don't you guys? I'll try it, man. I, hey. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm kicking around some jokes, dog. Everybody keeps telling me to do stand up, so I'm like, I've been quietly jotting things down. I'm just saying, bro. I write for the legends. Don't you want a fucking badass teacher like me, bro? Yeah, dude. Please, I would love it. This First, got real high. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's the live voice. Huh? Okay, he's like, I don't want to go on stage. I'll make you kill, bro. The first two rolls will get wet. I got. Oh, I'm down. I don't even know what that means, but uh, he's gonna pee on him. <laughs> he was pee. like, "Wait, what'd you say? Wet? Yes, I'm in. I'm sorry. What? If they don't laugh, pee. No, my whole bit is I jump into a kiddie pool, and that's it. That's it. He's in there, fucking, fucking with a kiddie pool filled with fucking the the the, the goldfish, the cheese goldfish. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say, yeah, you know, um, I've like I told you, I, you know, I did, I did like a couple open mic nights like years ago, just yeah. to just to fuck with it, just to see how like how I liked it, you know. And the weirdest shit for me was um that I wasn't used to, right? Because you know my my YouTube stuff was beginning to pop off at that yeah. time, and um and I remember doing it was it was at one of the one of the comedy clubs out here, it was an open mic thing, and um the trippiest part is when you do a joke. And this person right here could be cracking up, and this person right here is dead silent, staring at you. I love going. I love going to comedy shows, and I always sit in the front row. Like I always sit. in the But front see that row. that helps too. Like when someone doesn't laugh, because that that keeps you real. Right. Like sometimes you know you, you when people laugh too hard, it's like shut up, bro. <laughs> oh, I was at a show once, and somebody yelled out tacos. Uh, I forgot who was on stage, but they pissed him off by yelling out tacos, and he stopped his whole set to like get that person thrown out i've been to comedy shows wow. where i see them like he, yeah, was, a, he was a vegan <laughs> it was it was it was something um Sensitive. yeah no he was really he was super upset i've been to another one where clearly he was way way too high on stage and these are all really well-known comedians he was oh, just yeah. loaded <laughs> who was oh who was it mike epps actually mike epps he was really oh, funny mike um epps crazy, he was man. but he was he was like i am high as fuck right now and his whole bit was kind of like that but i love going to the shows they're they're fun man and and, and you know you get to see um, you get to see people for me it's a great people watching thing mm -hmm. because yeah. you get to see how sick people are yeah. and the shit they laugh at right I mean I've done uh, the, my best joke that I've ever did no it wasn't my best joke but it was a joke that got me a job on the Mencia tour was I did a charity event which I snuck into also <laughs> of course. it was for Latinos and and, and uh, Mencia was headlining and Cheech Marin was hosting mm -hmm. and I snuck in and I wrote my name as the opener. Whoa. That is some balls shit Bro, right wait, there. wait. How are you getting active? Don't make sense. What is this? We and I get a lot of pussy. Um, <laughs> you like double as like a secret spy or something. Right. Dude. I, I, it, look at my size, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what we all trying to figure out. How are you tiptoeing around all this shit? You know why? Because you got to be loud when you walk into a room. Okay. When you're loud, no one suspects you because they. Uh -huh. you, got, you, you just got to make sure that people know you're there and that you deserve to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. And let someone tell you to leave the room. If people say, sir, who are you? If they're asking who you are, then your presence was in his mouth. Okay. You got to go in the, and I went in there, I went in there, wrote my name down. And then Tony Plana, which he played, uh, he played Ugly Betty's dad in that movie. He's also like from Three Amigos, amazing actor. Mm -hmm. He brought me up. We have an opener, uh, Momo, Mumu, <laughs> Rodriguez, and then Andy Garcia was in the front row. All my Latino heroes were there. Yeah. And Cheech and Chong were in the back. Cheech Marin and, 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 uh, Mencia walk in, and I remember just saying, this is going to be your, your moment. You need to fucking kill because everyone that you need to watch you is watching you. Yeah. And I just fucking went hardcore into the set. And the joke that got it was like, this is my first event that's a charity. 
I don't really like doing charities. Last charity I did was a horrible situation. I did I did a show and I forgot to ask what the charity was for. So when I went up there, I was like, who do you guys represent? What's your cause? And, and a woman yells out, this is, an, this is an event for battered women. And I was like, that sounds delicious. <laughs> Put me down for a dozen. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and that joke oh got me on the tour. Uh, Cheech, Cheech comes up to me. He goes to me, hey, man. Hey, man, you want to go on tour? <laughs> hey, hey, Mencia, hey, take him on tour. <laughs> And and that next day I was on tour for four years with Wow. Mentira. That's amazing. Wow. Weird, battered women. Hilarious. <laughs> no one ever thought about that. Like <laughs> I've never thought about that. that no. And that's crazy. That, battered women. That's crazy. Because I love puns and shit. And it's crazy that I would never make that connection. You know what I'm saying? Well, do you ever feel like in uh the wokeness of the world now? Or do you ever are you ever concerned about certain jokes that you might have made back then? Oh, it's it even right now I got in trouble with it for Halloween because I said uh now that Halloween's over, can we just point out that everybody was dressed in, in uh, brown Mexican dead face when they were, you know, the yellow, the muertos painting? Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you were not. If Why you, would you get in trouble for that? Well, because everyone's like, I'm just trying to be part of your culture. People got mad at me because I said white people shouldn't wear that. Oh, man. But like. Because it's like, it's like blackface. It's it's definitely but it's, but it's brown dead Mexican face brown dead. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely you know a lot of people get hit with the appropriation shit for doing the yeah. for doing the uh, but the, I, was being, I was being funny like and then I, I did a big thing about Coco the movie that I hated it you didn't like Coco what bro what's the movie about the the movie let me tell the movie <laughs> remember me the movie is fucking about immigration well, yes okay. it's about a dude that doesn't have the right paperwork to cross over bro. It's fucking racist. I love when I'm not alone. And shit. <laughs> right? Thank you. It's a movie about motherfuckers. That's why they say remember me because that's how every Mexican person in Mexico, hey, mijo, remember me. So when I go over there, <laughs> I, got a, I got a fucking co-signer or someone I do that. <laughs> it's fucking racist, bro. But wait, but that's isn't that, But that's a story, though. Oh, we, 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 what, all it means is that we don't have the proper documentation in life <laughs> and in death. <laughs> Even when we're dead and we fucking You can't us, win. Bro, you shit. But see, shit like that. I mean, and look, it is hard to say shit that you feel and people will come at you. But I don't care because, look, I'm not here to raise your kids. Mm -hmm. I'm just here to make them think mm -hmm. for themselves. And if I put another option out there, they should hear it too. They shouldn't be all ones that you need to offend people. Because if you don't offend anybody, they're not going to be, no one's going to be trying anymore. Right. Well, I don't got to try because it's not hard. And if it is hard, my mom won't give me a hard time. Because if she gives me a hard time, then I gotta go. Then I gotta go therapy for my mom yelling at me for moving out. So what's wrong with her? I'm 43. I could be home. <laughs> you know, you need to you need to give fear back into people. Look, what got me is what got my dad going. My dad wanted a better life for his family, mm -hmm. and he had to walk the desert in the middle of the night, be arrested. My dad would go to people's houses, do odd jobs when he was walking through the border, and they would do this. They would make him like chop wood. And after he chopped all this wood, they would feed him. And then he would go to the next house and do more work. But sometimes he would chop all this wood. And when he was done, they had food for him. But they would call migration while he was eating. What? Are you wow. serious? This happened to him several times, bro. So that's kind of like my dad. Like, that's, And it happens still. Wow. He says one time, the same thing. It was a 50-50. Like, either you eat or you go. But sometimes you're hungry from working all day. So one time he went. He sat down. They brought him food. Okay, so far so good. Yeah. Immigration's not here. Then they poured Coke for him, and he was drinking the Coke, and he drank it, and he flipped out and ran out. My dad never had the taste of Dr. Pepper ever. <laughs> so he thought he was being drugged, bro. 
<laughs> He's like, something's wrong with this coke. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, that's the shit that, you know. That's crazy. That's what, like, man, people tell me, like, you talk a lot about immigration. You talk a lot about your people. Listen, man, this is this is my family. My dad was that immigrant. My dad was that wet back, like they say. My dad was that beaner you talk about. Mm-hmm. We, I am uh, the product of 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 an illegal alien. I'm the product of an illegal alien that flourished and gave back to his community. Things I've done, I've helped so many charities in my time. I've given my time for so many people, so many kids. To, to for a better life and it was because one man had the balls to cross his fucking ass over here mm-hmm. and my dad was rejected so much by this country and he loves it so much man mm-hmm. so when people say go back where we came from it's like first of all this was us where we came yeah, from right and then second is like dude you're rejecting people that love this place man mm-hmm. you know and they're like well if you're so proud go back to me we're leaving mexico <laughs> don't you watch narcos it's not good over there <laughs> Like it's a horrible, horrible situation over there. That's why right. they they rather spent time in the desert, separated mm-hmm. from their families, kids caged up mm-hmm. because they want a better life. And for those of you who don't agree with me, well, fuck you, because you know, <laughs> you have your views because the way you were brought up and what favors you. I'm I this is what favors me. I got three cousins right now that their kids are in in a university, but their mom doesn't have papers, so they're gonna deport the mom while her two kids are going to a university here. Shit. One of them's and one of them's a military. One of them's a marine. Damn, he's fighting for his country, and his mom can't even live in there. I mean, fucked up, you know. And that's as a comedian, you don't want to get political, but right. yeah, you, you kind of you kind of can. Yeah, my job is to talk shit, and if you're gonna censor me and tell me you're not, you know, we're woke, you can't be making fun of people. <laughs> you know, well, fuck you. Yeah. Like I'm woke too. I've been woke. When you yeah. watch all the specials, I mean, there's times where you can go and watch some of your favorite. Um, stand up, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, if they if they did this now, well, it's definitely not gonna be even the well. Office. Look yeah. at the Office. There's if you see the Office, there's episodes of the Office you would never be able to air now. No, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. But it's but even Sanford and Son. Oh, I mean, oh. I mean, okay, Chico and the Man. Uh, the first episode, and the Mexican guy walks in. Get out of here, and the flies you brought with you. That was, <laughs> that's good television. But, we, but I think we should, you know what we should bring it back for. Let's bring back racism. You know what? I mean, we always gonna talk about how. <laughs> I mean, we talk. It, it's here. I mean, we Let's we, bring we, it back. Racism we, is here. I, I talk mean, about it all the time. You know, it's it's definitely you know it hasn't left. You yeah. toured. You toured, right? I've, yeah. I've, Have I've, you I've, had a race show issue when you toured? Yeah. I mean, um, never during the actual shows. Maybe after the shows when we're out at yeah. different things. Because uh, I told this story. Uh, I haven't told this on the podcast, but um, I didn't realize. Cause you know when you go to New York, it's it's so diverse out there, right? Yeah. And then you go to upstate New York, and uh, and it gets a little different. You feel me? Yeah. And I remember I had done some show at some college. I was like rapping at some um, like an Asian night, right? Mm. And then um, says it all, right? Yeah. Well, you know, so it's like the people that came to the show it was yeah, all yeah. love, right? Um. So the two girl, a couple of girls from the organization were walking me back to my my hotel or wherever I was staying, and um and. And here comes a group of uh, white, drunk frat boys. You know what I'm saying? Bros. And this was so completely out of nowhere. I didn't even know how to react, wow. right? Because we're just walking and the guy's just like, hey, guys, the Great Wall is that way. And I was like, huh? Oh, shit. <laughs> like, First of all, that's fucking funny. I, and that's the thing about it, because every time I tell that story, I know it's funny. Yeah. But funny. it's also like, where the fuck? Why do you feel that that's okay to just yeah, say to like, me? Like, what? What? 
triggered that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are there three? What? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you spoke Spanish. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just kind of like, and the thing about it is I know if like, because every time I tell that story, I know someone's going to be like, eh, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> did it hurt your heart? Like, I mean, did like your heart sink? Like, is this... Like, it didn't. It didn't hurt my heart, but it just kind of. It was. It was so surprised. I was just shocked. You know what I'm saying? I was caught off guard. I was like, "What? Like, like for why? Like for what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what did is you say for why? Because that might have been an issue too. <laughs> <laughs> Can't speak the language. <laughs> for why? For why? <laughs> <laughs> I had somewhere we went to go. We're in Savannah, Georgia, and we went to go pump gas. And I remember Mencia was like, "Go, go pump gas." And I go and I, and over there, you can't pump your own gas. It's, you know, you got to go tell the attendant and they wouldn't come out. So I had to go and they're like, can we get gas? <laughs> and they're like, nah. And he used the N word on me. And I'm like, yeah, bro. No, that doesn't. <laughs> uh, on you? On me. I think you're mistaken. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, no. Somebody else would be go, go, I'm like, go lighter. Go lighter. Yeah. And maybe you're rich. But he, and he looks dead serious. Looked at me. But he used it in a way I've never heard it said. And it was like old South fucking shit. Ooh, like the it, ER. Yeah. What did he use? R A. Oh. Oh. You mean A R? I can't spell. Um, <laughs> it was bad. And he looked me right in the eye and I got and I'm like, okay. I was like, because I'm not fuck, I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. Right. I, I left. Okay, cool. And I went to the car and I'm like, what happened? Like, well, we can't get gas here. <laughs> now, what do you mean we can't get gas? And we had a, and a dude behind me, uh, uh, Randy, a uh, black dude from uh, Baltimore. Um, he was a media guy. And he was like, and he, he, I told him what happened. He goes, he got pissed. He's like, wait a second. <laughs> and I see like the pantomime of him walking over to the guy. And all I see was a rifle like being fucking oh, shown. Oh, my God. And then Randy just blows his hands up. Okay. And then he just runs like, we said, we got to go. Wow. And we're like, and we, I think we're in the car just quiet. Like, we couldn't believe that this is happening now. Yeah. Like it, 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 that's when it first hit me. I'm like, I can't believe like we, even if we tell this story, it wouldn't work. So we went, we found gas and we went to a waffle house down like a few miles down. You've been to waffle house. Been to waffle yeah. house. Waffle yeah. house. For those of you who know what waffle house is, is like, just take like, like <laughs> Denny's on crack and, 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 and a bunch of chili. <laughs> It's it'll make your stomach. You don't you don't you don't eat, go to a Waffle House. You end up at a Waffle House. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. You know. So I'm at a Waffle House and they wouldn't serve us. So we were there for what? About, really? We were there for an hour at the Waffle House. This, this is waffle. a different kind of Waffle House. This is different. Oh, this is some crazy meth looking dude. So he wasn't serving us, and we we're just sitting there in the front bar. So we waited an hour. And I told him, "Let's go." And he's like, "No, we're not leaving." And after an hour and a half, like, what do you guys want? And we're like, we ordered, and then it took an hour to get our food back. And then when we left, he left him a $200 tip. Mm. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah. He's like, making a statement, man. Mm. They can't do this shit to us. And this was this was white people at the Waffle House? This was white people at the Waffle House. Huh, crazy. I've never heard of white people at the Waffle House. Yeah, me neither. Well, <laughs> I will teach you some things. Where, where, where was this at? What, this was is in Savannah, Georgia. What the? This was near Savannah. It was in between. I mean, you could tell because they have Confederate flags. Oh, oh, okay. So it was like rural. Yeah, Georgia. yeah. yeah. So, I feel you. Where it's just all green and just no sidewalks. Yeah, it's the best way to put it. No, because I, I remember <laughs> someone was... telling me that like, uh, yeah, like Atlanta, super diverse. You know what I'm saying? A lot of black people in Atlanta. Oh yeah, the like, city. Yeah, but it's yeah. Kind of like segregated. Yeah, yeah, once you get outside the city is where it gets a little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. It was very uh, eye opening, but also I I felt just like like happy to look. 
I know you guys were talking about L.A. earlier. Mm. I'm from L.A. I'm born and raised in L.A. Mm -hmm. And I hate when these people come over here and they say, oh, L.A. people are like this. Those are not L.A. people. Oh, Those yeah. are people that live in downtown or Hollywood that come from somewhere else mm -hmm. and they live in L.A. now. I'm, yeah. I'm an L.A. person. Mm -hmm. we're, we, we love people. There's more to our city than downtown. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you know, we, we're all about love. Mm -hmm. We really, we really, because we take everyone, we take everybody's rejections. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. You live in our city. You come from over here. I come from here. I come from there. We accept you. Mm -hmm. You up it's, here trying to be an actor. It's you shit. motherfuckers that come here and meet each other here that hate each other and talk shit about each other. I always say that, dog. I always preach that shit it's to, like, to everybody. We don't fucking care, bro. We know how big LA is. There's more of us. You know, we, we're not. I hate to say this, but we're the most confident people in LA. We love each other. We love ourselves. And we don't we don't care if you come to our territory. Yeah. You know, we 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 honor it. We will give you Unless you're being annoying. Even if you're being oh, on some gang shit. <laughs> see, Outside the of the gang shit. But see, that's the thing about Latinos. We invite people that we don't even like. <laughs> we have friends that they're our friends, but we don't like our friends. You know, are you going to invite that dude? I'm going to invite him, but I don't want him to come. <laughs> but he's still our friend. We're not going to get rid of him. You know, we're just going to keep him around because he's always that dude that might give a ride one day. Or, you like know, cousin. like, yeah. Everybody, everybody has, like, yeah, like, he's just like, oh, you invite him. Nah, bro. He's not gonna go to your wedding, nah, bro. But he's coming to the fucking to the to the what do you call it to the post to the bachelor party because <laughs> because he'll pay for the titties. That's a good friend to have around. It's always a good friend. But hey, thank you guys for like honestly having me on, man. Tim, I haven't seen you in a long time, man. Uh, I saw you a couple like a week ago. I know, but before that, bro. I know, I know. You know, he used to work at Maker. Yeah, we. Uh, Can you see the tears before? My yeah. eyes. He told me he was me. I was you, bro. I was oh, the on powerhouse. Spanish powerhouse. That's yeah, right. I had to do the Spanish voice, and yeah. I had to play you Dominican. Yeah. <laughs> so, what voice did you do? Hablaba así. Estaba muy confundido. See, that's all you do for Latinos, bro. If you want to do a Mexican voice, you always gotta pretend you have some hot in your mouth. Habla así, algo en la boca. And when you're Dominican or or Cuban, you pretend you have something cold in your mouth. Porque algo en la boca que está muy caliente, muy frío. If y'all don't know what Powerhouse is, me and Rick and PD Flow had a cartoon that we were doing with Maker Studios, and then uh, Momo here voiced Dominican Rick. Dominican yeah. Rick, <laughs> they, man. Apparently they did. You didn't even know. Huh? You're like, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. I was, I was man. I was fading most of the time during those days, man. Back then, we had dreams. I wonder, right? I wonder what the catchphrase was. Oh, yeah, I use it. They were, wait, wait, wait. All right then. All right then. That's a, what I said. A huevo. A huevo. What does yeah. that mean? It means well, the transition means to the egg. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is the expression? Like mean? fuck yeah. Oh. Like yeah, fuck yeah. A huevo. A huevo. Like you like you want to get some bitches? A huevo. A huevo. That was not the sentiment. Of the things might have get lost in translation. Exactly. Spanish, Spanish is a beautiful you just, language. You put the subtitles on it going, the egg? Now I want to watch And then we had Spanish. a fit in what you, we had a fit what the English words were, like the movement of the mouth. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. So we had a, dude, it was hard, man. I, I bet. bet. It was fucking hard. Like, I wish, can we just redo the whole thing? Yeah. And, and some of the episodes are hard to translate into Spanish. Right. Yeah. You guys right. did a fucking Bigfoot episode. Yeah. And we don't even know what a Bigfoot is in Spanish. It just sounds like we're making fun of somebody. There's <laughs> <laughs> a nickname you would give your uh, yeah, exactly. Shit. There's a there's a lot of things you can't translate in Spanish. Like put your eggs in one basket. Mm. The actual transition is perverted. <laughs> yeah. Like what's up with that? was like a nasta. Like a nasta. That's that's basket. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's 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 fucking. It's it's. I'm glad that you guys did did stuff because I mean, 
I really look up to both of you guys, man. I was, I was a fan of both of you guys when you guys Thank were there. You, I really like you guys were doing your shit. And, uh, you know, I was a new guy at Maker and, and uh, I was brown and we had that bullshit department there that yeah. they segregated us. Uh, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, what you guys did is, you know, I, you guys were the only ones that reached out, I think, from everybody else. So um, I think everybody else just kind of like looked to the side and, uh, and then Petey, man, fucking Petey Flow. Yeah. yeah. That motherfucker. He's crazy. He's fucking one of my one of my great friends, man. Good, that dude still he all he does is help out. He's shooting my special. Oh, that's dope. Yeah? So that's he's gonna dope. shoot my fucking Netflix special. Very cool. So it's gonna be badass and you guys should all come out. You guys come out, hang out, we'll be in the green room, we'll do some lines and shit. And <laughs> That'll help you lose weight. Oh fuck it, yeah. <laughs> How much weight are you trying to lose for this special? I'm trying to lose uh at least sixty pounds. Damn, where you at now? Uh, 25. Oh, shit, son. That's all fucking water weight, bro. Yeah, I know. A lot of water in my dick, so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just like. I like how yours curves, but mine doesn't curve, bro. Nah? Mine doesn't have enough length to curve yet. It's fucking. <laughs> Wait till you lose that weight, dog. It's like a straw that, you know, when they, when, when it's like not stretched out yet before you bend it. <laughs> it's just, there's no, you can't curve it. There's no. Uh... But later on, hopefully, man. Maybe... Lose that water weight. You get, get nice and bendy with it, dog. <laughs> well, think about it. If, as they say, every 25 pounds you lose, you grow an inch thick. Ah. So if I lose 100 pounds. <laughs> so that's your four inches on your dick. Fuck yeah, bro. Holy shit. So imagine. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well, hey, man, thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks for coming, bro. Called the, the Verga Diaries. Verga Diaries. <laughs> well, thanks for coming, bro. You got anything else you want to plug? I mean, I feel like we touched everything. Yeah, man, just, just hit, up the, hit up the Instagram, man. Momo Rodriguez, because I give away free stuff. I give away free shows. I always stop by. I'm, I can't really say where I'm performing at because I got things that I'm going to be doing. Okay. But sometimes I'll be like, I'm here tonight. I'm, or next week, I'm at the Laugh Factory. I'm always the Laugh Factory, the Ice House, the improvs, all the improvs around the country. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm at your local taco shop, bro, having a good time. Yeah, it's lit. All right, guys. Thank you to Momo Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Oh, thank you. Coming Rodriguez. Through, Rodriguez. <laughs> you guys said it with an accident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, hey, thanks for watching No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Lee Delgado. I'm Ricky Shep. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye.